When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All right, rainfall reporters, are you ready to get busy on a Wednesday morning? How are you? I'm Pam Yonke, and we did get a little rainfall along a lot of our listing area. Now, granted, it may not have been real measurable, but I think there's a lot of farmers and gardeners out there that will take whatever we got. Remember, the Midwest Farm Report talk text line is 877 877- Three zero one three two seven six. That means you can either call that phone number and leave a message with your rainfall report or text that same number and tell me what kind of rainfall report you've got. The number again, 877-301-FARM. So the weather for today is uh, still going to remain cloudy. 76 are expected high. About a 24% chance that we're going to see more showers sometime today. For tomorrow, morning showers possible, 78 are expected high. Friday, cloudy skies and 79. Saturday, partly cloudy skies and 85 degrees. What is the rain probability for the rest of this week? Stu Muckrag, meteorologist, will bring us those weather details. And uh, speaking of weather details, how's the Wisconsin strawberry crop looking? You know, there were a lot of growers that might have seen a little damage because of those crazy frosts that we picked up just last week. We're going to bring you those details as well. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Well, it hasn't happened just yet, but we remain optimistic. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Of course, I'm talking about the confirmation hearing, the final confirmation hearing and vote for our friend Randy Romanski, the Wisconsin Ag Secretary designee. Bob, I'll tell you, you know, if, honestly, if we take a look back at how long it's been since we had an official Ag Secretary, that's a few calendar pages, you know. It really is. Don't get me started on why we haven't had an agriculture secretary. It's all been designee, but uh, politics is a, an ugly game sometimes. But uh, yeah, it does look like our agriculture secretary designee will be voted on by that uh, Ag and Tourism Committee very soon. One of the members of that committee is a gentleman that went through this whole process, Brad Paff, who is now a state senator and on that agriculture committee. We know he was rejected by the Senate when he was the first agriculture secretary designee of uh, Tony Evers. But now he's focused on legislative work, agriculture secretary being one, but also the budget as that's coming up. Our Scott Schultz talked to him and asked him about the confirmation process for Romanski and also what's in the biennial budget process for agriculture and rural Wisconsin. Wisconsin needs a permanent agriculture secretary, a permanent agriculture secretary that is confirmed by the full Senate that has bipartisan support because agriculture is bipartisan. 
And the thing is, is that all of us, regardless if we're Republicans or Democrats, we need a farmer. Yeah. We need a farmer in order to make sure that we got good, healthy food that's on the table for everybody, regardless if they live in the city or if they live in the countryside. And Randy Romanski is the right person at the right time in order to lead this department. And why is it important? Because we have a lot of products that we can market around the country and around the world. We need an egg secretary. Wisconsin has one of the greatest landscapes with the rolling hills, coolies, and valleys, and rivers, and streams, and creeks. But we know how to do conservation as well. We know how to farm, and we farm uh, recognizing that how important our natural landscape is. And conservation programs, Randy understands that. Secretary Romanski understands that. Let's get him confirmed. Let's get him confirmed so we can get out and continue to move Wisconsin agriculture forward. So what's going to happen is this, is that a couple weeks ago, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. the state Senate had a hearing um, to hear Secretary um, Romanski's uh, testimony. I am a strong, strong supporter of Secretary Romanski. Now we need to have the committee to take a final vote, and once that final vote Uh, It goes before the full uh, Wisconsin State Senate. The Wisconsin State Senate is made up of 33 uh, state senators from around uh, the state. I have full confidence in Secretary Romanski that he is going to operate that department in a very efficient, effective, and quite frankly, uh, broad, uh, bipartisan manner. Because, again, these are uh, issues and these are topics um, and part of the marketplace that is, you know, not Republican, not Democrat, but quite frankly, it's for all of us. Procedurally and Procedurally. Uh, legally and the like, what if the Senate, the full Senate, wouldn't confirm Randy or whomever it might be in a secretary position and uh, just let it ride through Governor Evers' full term? Yeah, well, then what would happen is uh, he will serve in that position unless the Senate rejects him. Which happens? Um, it, oh, I learned. I, I've learned that <laughs> firsthand. That can't happen. Um, but you know, the thing is, why it's important that we have a confirmed Secretary of Agriculture in Wisconsin, as well as confirmed secretaries in other departments, is that uh, allows that individual, he or she, to lead that department, uh, to uh, make sure that uh, that department is operating as efficiently and effectively as possible. It provides some assurance, not just to the individual who's, you know, serving in that acting role as secretary, but also it lets individuals that you're working with, may it be those in other departments or within the private sector or in other local units of government, whatever it may be, that, I mean, you have the full uh, faith and support of not just the governor, but also uh, of the bipartisan Senate. And that is important in order to demonstrate that, uh, you know, you you are someone as a leader that has the support uh, of the apparatus within the state of Wisconsin. So it, it's important. Uh, it doesn't mean the job can't be done. Um, he will continue to do, do the excellent job that he's been doing over the last year and a half in this acting role, in the secretary-designee role. However, um, it would demonstrate he's got the full faith and uh, confidence uh, of the legislature as well as the governor doing that job. And I will say this. When I was in that role as a secretary designee, I mean, I had the opportunity to represent the state of Wisconsin 
uh, with a foreign uh, agriculture uh, trip. Right. Uh, he went to central Mexico uh, to promote with agriculture businesses here in Wisconsin to promote Wisconsin products. I met with a number of different uh, international uh, representatives from foreign countries as well as from uh, companies that were trying to do agriculture companies, trying to do business in Wisconsin. They want to meet with a secretary that is confirmed um, mm-hmm. and has the full support of the uh, legislature and the governor. So that, that's why it's important. But, again, he'll continue to do a good job as we move forward. One of the things I'm guessing we could hear from the legislature, from the Senate, is that, uh, well, confirmation right now isn't high on the priority list because it's budget time, and that budget, uh, the end of June is... It is. It's the end of June. legally due. It's legally due. So Wisconsin operates, and this gets into some of the... The state of Wisconsin's fiscal year begins on July 1st. So that means that the... Uh, current fiscal year ends on June 30th. We have a two-year biennial budget. Uh, ideally, we would like to have the new budget put in place by July 1st uh, of this given year. If it doesn't happen, we will continue to operate. This is not like the federal government where it, quote, shuts down. We will continue to operate using last year's uh, budget. Yep. But the new budget is supposed to be in place by July 1st. And quite frankly, Scott, there's no reason why it won't be done. It needs to be done, and it's our job to do it, well, let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. Um, I think there's an awful lot of good things within this budget that is pro-farmer, pro, pro-rural communities, uh, and pro-rural residents. And I'll just share a few with you. Number one, uh, the uh, commitment for the investment in broadband uh, in rural areas, it is off the chart. I mean, we're seeing uh, what's been proposed, $200 million investment in broadband. And as we know, I mean, if we've learned this through this global health pandemic, if we do not have that ubiquitous connection to this Internet and to the World Wide Web, I mean, it, it can hold us back economically as far as our small businesses. It can it can cause challenges on health care because there's a lot of telehealth taking place right now. It can cause challenge in rural education. We know of a number of students uh, through, you know, K through 12 that, you know, had to have hotspots and other things that uh, in order to try and connect to the Internet so they could do their homework. But it's also important for those of us in, uh, in a rural area and are from rural areas and no rural people. Uh, we need uh, good telecommunications when it comes to public safety, fire and uh, county sheriff, as well as EMT and ambulance service. So it's also very important. It's a this budget not only in addition to the broadband has a real strong investment when it comes to agriculture. We talked about conservation. Mm-hmm. We can also talk about uh, agriculture marketing, promoting agriculture products around the state and around the country in the rural world. There's a real investment in that. But there's a, a, a real strong investment as well when it comes to meat processing. And I know, Scott, you and I have spoken in the past regarding meat processing mm-hmm. and how important that is. And especially for those uh, individuals out there right now that, uh, you know, are raising, uh, you know, finishing out, uh, you know, their steers or, you know, c- continuing to, uh, you know, be within the uh, fed cattle uh, business. They recognize the very tight margins that are taking place here, and the very few outlets they have for uh, to sell their their finished product. And that is why the meat processing is so important as well. So there's a lot of good pro farmer, pro rural community, 
pro-rural resident uh, investments within this budget. So let's get it done uh, by the end of this, by the end of June. And, uh, you know, July 1, let's start the new fiscal year with a new budget in place. And I have to real quickly, Scott, share with you one of the things I still want to get done, and I don't understand why it's not done, is we in the legislature have yet to pass the um, truth and labeling bills when it comes to, you know, milk being milk Mm -hmm. and, you know, dairy products being dairy products. I don't understand why this hasn't been done. We had a hearing about this early uh, uh, this past year. Uh, It came out of the Senate Agriculture Committee uh, with bipartisan support. Let's get this on the Senate floor. Let's get this passed. Thank you. That's State Senator Brad Paff. On the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, I'm Scott Schultz. Wondering what the weather is going to be like today? Ag meteorologist Stu Muck will join us in moments right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, check the grill. The game's coming on. It's time to turn those Johnson Sausage Brats. And what a deal. You buy five packages at $6 each, and you get a package free. Pick up burgers, roast, chops, and Wisconsin's finest cheese at Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. They're perfect for cooking out or eating in. Add your favorite beer, wines, or liquor, and eat deliciously. See johnsonsausage.com. Brats are ready. Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. Educated mortgage is where this way Man. Often the road to home ownership can be uncertain, but by choosing the right mortgage company, you'll quickly get on the right path. I will make sure you have the best mortgage loan, the best interest rate, and lowest closing costs. You'll get the knowledge you need to feel comfortable about your buying decision. Educated mortgage is where this way home. Call Dan, the mortgage man. And MLS number 222652. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them, too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yeah, you know, I'd talk to Mary's little lamb. Uh, I'd talk to pretty much anybody connected with Wisconsin agriculture. Of course, I encourage you to use our talk text line this morning, the Midwest Farm Report talk text line for rainfall reports primarily. But let me know what's going on in your backyard with the crops, with your garden, with the fair, with the June Dairy event. That talk text line is 877 301 Farm. 
877-301-3276. If you're unfamiliar with that talk text technology, all you have to do is use your smartphone. You can call me on that number or you can text me on that number. Same number. Stu Mock, Ag Meteorologist, joining us for a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. And the only rainfall report that I've seen this morning was from Ashford in Fond du Lac County. Just two-tenths of an inch of rain. This one doesn't look like it really did give us much for volume. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It didn't do a whole lot. I mean, Madison at 2,400s, La Crosse way behind, seven hundredths of an inch. Uh, the Fond du Lac Airport, 2,100s. I see Mauston at 3,300s, a third of an inch. That's good. Beaver Dam, 2,300s of an inch. Uh, my friend Paul over at Banner on eastern Fond du Lac County, 2,100s of an inch. I mean, all over the place, but just not a whole lot. It will make a difference, absolutely. The corn and and at least the corn now starting to come out of the ground. I think the beans will follow suit in a big hurry now that we've had some rain. And I do expect a lot more mild air, very warm temperatures the next several days. A warm front is just to our south in parts of Iowa and Illinois. And there still is rain in south central and eastern Wisconsin. It's a lot lighter now and it will be ending here this morning. No new developments right out to the west. But I do expect that a cool front will drop in from the northwest. That front's still way back in northwestern North Dakota. By this time tomorrow into midday or so, could line up from around northwest Minnesota back to South Dakota. And right along that boundary is very mild, moist air. Pushes north out of the Gulf of Mexico, there'll be instability. The rain chances will be greater further west, closer to that front. But even here, a very scattered shower or an isolated thunderstorm could pop up almost any time, especially peak heating as we head toward that mid-late afternoon time. There could be that rain chance around. That's a possibility even late today, a little more likelihood later Thursday or even on toward Friday. Oh, not that I expect more than a few tenths of an inch at a time. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compure Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do, and our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All righty, Stu, let's have that Compure Financial Ag Weather update. Here we are looking for tenths of an inch rain and those poor folks down in Louisiana getting 10 inches at a time. And they're going to keep getting pounded, even southern Texas, in for a, a lot more rain in the next day or so. We have a little patchy fog here and there in the low spots and hollows this morning. Otherwise, I really expect another cloudy day. Showers, even that isolated thunderstorm will end in the east this morning. Could be redeveloping from west to east by mid and late part of the afternoon and evening. Temps today, not too bad. Low to mid-70s. South winds about 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy, scattered showers, an isolated thunderstorm in the night, tenth of an inch or so. We drop to the lower 60s, south winds at 5 
5 to 15. Mostly cloudy Thursday. Again, mid and late afternoon showers or an isolated thunderstorm possible in the upper 70s, even an 80 with the south winds, 5 to 15, gusting to 25. And Friday, a little morning shower, mostly cloudy. Showers may redevelop again later in the day. How about some low 80s for highs, south winds at 5 to 15. So think about it, Pam, with low 80s and even only a quarter inch of rain or so, those crops are going to be turning on in a big hurry. Boy, you betcha. All right, my friend. Sounds good. Appreciate it. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. Don't forget your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update brought to you by Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Stock up on all your spring farm essentials right now at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. From feed to farm supplies, hardware to auto parts to household supplies, you'll find everything you need to keep your projects moving along. Right now, when you buy four 50-pound bags of Agrimaster 32% cattle concentrate feed, you'll get the fifth one free. Save on 50-pound blocks of Champion's Choice White Salt Blocks. On sale, $5.49. Help protect your horses from fly bites with Farnham's Super Mask Fly Control with Ears or Classic Extra Large with Ears, your choice, $15.99. And take 10% off Bayland's six-rail utility gates. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Take $5 off Blue Buffalo 30-pound bags of life protection dog food. And stock up on Stanley 40-pound bags of premium alfalfa cubes or pellets. Your choice, $11.99. Find your must-have items in-store or buy online and pick up in our convenient drive-thru. And now, if you order by noon, try our new same-day local delivery option. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. If you're a motorist of the four-wheel variety, please watch out for those of us in Wisconsin who do their traveling on two wheels. Adjust your mirrors to reduce your blind spots. Allow motorcyclists a full lane width. Use your turn signal when merging or changing lanes. And allow more following distance between you and the motorcycle. Motorists and motorcyclists can work together to achieve zero preventable deaths on Wisconsin roads. Zero in Wisconsin. Together we can save lives. Learn more at zeroinwisconsin.gov. Sponsored by the Wisconsin DOT. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed, until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Another rig your ride idea from Madison Auto Trim. Rocks, gravel, tools, firewood, an old girlfriend with a grudge, all have a tendency to scratch and dent your truck bed. Madison Auto Trim and accessories, sprayed in bed liners, are tougher than a guard dog and start at only $449. Madison Auto Trim and accessories, affordable luxury you deserve to have. Improve what you already got and rig your ride with Madison Auto Trim. 
take a chill pill. Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. Do you battle stress, anxiety, or depression? You need to know about our top-selling product, Chill Pill. Chill Pill is a natural supplement with a simple herbal blend that works. Infused with magnolia bark to reduce cortisol for stress relief, L-theanine to calm the mind from anxious thoughts, and the amino acid 5-HTP to balance your serotonin levels and uplift the mood. Has anyone ever told you that you need to take a chill pill? Well, now you can for less than a dollar a day. After everything that we have all gone through this last year, we all need a chill pill. Talk to our wellness consultants today to see if chill pill is right for you. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup. Or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County. Free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. It's not just a place to go. It's a place for grown-ups. Some say it's a $20 vacation. This is definitely not your ordinary noisy corner bar. It's where most patrons find their own comfortable spot to chill out. The Tasting Room Lounge, the perfect refuge to enjoy your favorite cigar, spirit, specialty beer, or wine. Indoor or on the patio, find your spot at the Tasting Room Lounge. West Broadway, Monona. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Freedom from fees means more to spend on what matters most. Our fee-free e-checking lets you easily manage your money. Our online and mobile banking with bill pay and person-to-person payments are all free. Freedom is found in the money you keep. Learn more at SettlersWI.com slash OpenMyAccount. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC. Equal Opportunity Lender. Grant, something that uh, is now coming to fruition, the NBA playoffs. I said, Grant, you know this about me. Wake me up when the NBA playoffs start. The playoffs are here. Uh, the play-in games start tonight. What do we think of this play-in tournament? I think I think half or three of the four of the games will probably <laughs> stink. I, I think Lakers-Warriors would be really good. But like with March Madness, I think it's the same thing. If you can get one good game in the play-in tournament and one relevant team, I think it's worth it, and I think you're you're doing good, and I think the NBA gets that with the Lakers and the Warriors. You're going to get one game from one of those teams and two from the other. So that's I, I think we're doing okay now. The Western Conference games aren't until tomorrow night, if I'm if I'm correct. I think the playing tournament's going to be a blast. It did create some weird uh, gamesmanship this last weekend, like the Clippers lost to the two worst teams. No, in the I have NBA. to ask you about the Clippers. You were described the Clippers as a beta move. Tell me more. Yeah, well, not something that normally, I, I don't know if I've ever said that on my show before, but I, it was a little tribute to you yesterday because Thank you. I, was ta- I was talking about how the, Cl- the Clippers want to win the NBA Finals, right? They're a team with a goal of winning the NBA Finals. Very realistic for them. And they lost to the Rockets, who were terrible. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Thunder, who had lost 23 of 24 games. Like, they tried so hard to lose two in a row just so they could avoid the Lakers. Like, that's, that's a beta move, right? Like, are you kidding me? You're, you want to win the finals, and yet you're scared of meeting up with the Lakers, who are the seven seed. Like, you don't even want to be on their side of the bracket. I, I thought that was a beta move. I, I think you would agree. No? And you know what happens, Grant, to people with those type of mindsets? They lose. And you know mm-hmm. the exact team that does, does that as well? Your Milwaukee Bucks. This is why I can't stand them. Yeah, they did it a couple years ago for the to face the Celtics. Yeah, right? and then look what happened. The Celtics mm-hmm. wow. still beat them. 
that year was the uh, the Joe Prunty year. Are we talking about twenty? Yeah, Joe Prunty. Like, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. You oh can't, my! You can't diss on the uh, the, what is the it? Apprentice, the, the Great Britain. Um, <laughs> it's the Apprentice, coach. Grant. It's the Apprentice. Uh, Feel free to use. I that. would have. I would have killed to listen to you guys during the Joe Prunty playoff run. Oh, I dude, bet that was it was electric. It was content. electric, dude. Uh, was Thon Maker on that team too? We had uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, he um, was throwing knees. It was it was Athanakumpo and the Apprentice. Yeah. So Grant, the Apprentice. Speaking. <laughs> Grant Bills with the Wisco Sports Show joining us right now. Feel free to use that, uh, Grant. Once the Apprentice does come back to the NBA, because it's inevitable. Grant, how yeah. about the Milwaukee Bucks? Though? What do you think of this matchup? The three seed, the Bucks against the six seed, Miami Heat. Now, uh, to quote Khan from Revenge of um, No Wrath of Khan, Star Trek: Revenge is a dish best served cold. Are the Bucks have revenge on the brain because they're the team, the Heat, that beat them in the bubble last year? Well, for the same reason that I think the Clippers are kind of being a beta team right now, I I actually like what the Bucks have going because if the Bucks truly do want to make the finals and like that's their goal, it's not just about putting together a nice little run, but they want to try to get through the East to make the finals then you're going to have to beat Brooklyn. You're going to have to beat Philly. Miami cannot be a concern to them. You know what I mean? Like, they can't freak out about playing the, the six-seeded heat. So, I, in a weird way, I actually kind of like it because I think it'll get them locked in and ready to go right from the jump. Or it'll get them eliminated either way. And if the Bucks get eliminated by the heat, I mean, oh, 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 oh. The, oh, the media is gonna the media is gonna come for them. Will they? Like we have never seen. Yeah, the, the Bucks fans would be best to stay off social media, and it, it would be bad. But, but my point is, like, the last few years they've started with the Magic and the Pistons. I think it might be good for them to get in a live dogfight of a series right off the bat. It gets Coach Bud thinking on his feet. It gets the players locked in. Now, of course, these could be famous last words, and maybe the Heat beat him in five again, and. I sound like an idiot. But if they want to win the title, they're going to have to beat good teams, and the Heat are a good team. So I, I think it's good to start the playoffs right away with a bang. Now, do you take in any of the regular season? Uh, you know, I really don't, but let me ask you, do you take any of the regular season? Bucks went, what, 2-1 and one in the series, but no Jimmy Buckets in any of those games? I'm a little nervous for the dog, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's regular season. You look back at all, at all the prime Tyler Hero's time. really been, like, not that great this season, by the way. Like I know, it's, I think his numbers are just slightly better, but I think the Heat are like worried about him and his uh, swag right now. Well, yeah, that's his number one trait. That the Heat, that's why the Heat drafted him was for his swagger. Um, so if he loses that, his value goes down. Yeah, Tyler Hero hasn't been great. Duncan Robinson hasn't been as good. They've regressed in some ways, but they've also dealt with injury luck. Like they've been without Jimmy Butler, who doesn't. Jimmy Butler doesn't score thirty. He doesn't shoot great from three. He's he's not amazing at one specific thing. He's just a playmaker, and everything kind of works around him. Well, him and Bam Adebayo. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And the rain showers that we've picked up for a lot of folks, that was sweet relief for a lot of our corn and soybean fields, our pasture and hay fields, also for you gardeners. Rainfall reporters, let's get moving out there. I'd love to have you use our Midwest Farm Report talk text line. You can call it or you can text it. Same number, 877-301-FARM. That's 877 877- Three zero one three two seven six, and you can use that talk text line whenever you've got uh, your rainfall update, or whenever you've got something that you want to make sure me and my staff are aware of. Anytime eight seven seven three zero one three two 
I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today, the 19th day of May. Not a lot of items, not a lot of big ones anyhow. Back on this day in 1962, Marilyn Monroe performed her famous rendition of Happy Birthday to then-President John F. Kennedy. Of course, that fired up all kinds of rumors that they were having an affair. But like I said, that's on black and white film today. Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday to President John F. Kennedy. On this day, back in 1997, film and stage actor Matthew Broderick wed sex in the city actress Sarah Jessica Parker in New York. They're still married. In fact, I saw that she posted a picture of their 18-year-old son as he gets ready for graduation. Time has marched on, huh? And on a Wednesday, so happy to welcome in our friend Ashley Hewen from the Steffes Auction Group. Remember, that's S-T-E- FFESgroup.com. And he is a busy fellow these days, but busy more importantly with uh, getting the rest of the staff together, getting your game plan going for the rest of 2021. How have things been going so far in 2021, Ashley, for the Steffes Group? You know, it's been going really good. And, and we're at our annual sales meeting and we're recapping of, of the year. And, you know, everybody struggled with COVID, but. Within our group, we're just talking about all the opportunity that we had and, and how things changed. You know, we had a lot of live auctions that had to go to an online only. And for the Steffes group, it was so seamless because we have our own platform and, and it didn't really change anything for the sellers except there wasn't a live auction. It was online. And just to give you some stats from the difference in users from 2019 to 2020, in 2019, we had 777,000 users, and in 2020, that went up to 1.3 million, uh, just for the simple fact that everything had to be done online, and they didn't want stuff in person there for a couple months. So it absolutely skyrocketed uh, what what's going on on our website. And, you know, and people are thinking, well, how does that help me? Well, it helps you because there's more people buying on our website. There's more people looking. So... Um, you know, when you talk about wanting to have a farm sale and things like that, the sooner we can get it on that website, the sooner we can advertise it, because that website of ours is really our greatest tool well, that I, we have. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have just become so entrenched in online platforms and remote learning, uh, remote ordering. I think hopefully it is much more understandable why that's a fantastic, uh, valuable asset that you've got there. What about overall sales last year, Ashley? Did you guys see uh, much of a uh, change in the amount of uh, sales that you were transacting? We did. So company-wide, we did just over 600 auction events last year. So, you know, um, that's a lot of auctions yeah. in my book, and, and we've been growing substantially. And, you know, we talk about advertising and where our traffic comes from and all that stuff. And a third um, of, our, of our traffic to our website is, is direct. You know, and then we've got about 24% from social media and another 20% doing organic search. And, you know, it's it's one thing we're always, always trying to better ourselves with uh, so we can service our clients better. And that turns into more money for you when you're selling. Oh, yeah. Well, and I always try to remind folks, again, Ashley Hewen along with us from the Steffes Auction Group. You guys are a great resource. If I'm even thinking about 
an auction. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to go about it, as you've already pointed out, platform-wise. But being able to sit down and talk with somebody from the Steffes Auction Group and kind of ease my mind on this major transition, that's really important, too. It is, Pam. And, you know, it really starts at that kitchen table. And, and we're all farm kids, too. And we love to have those conversations and talk about, you know, is this your home farm and what's the history? And we really want to get a feel for for what you have and what you've created and built so we can tell the story because every auction has a story and, and there's value in that. And people, when they buy farm equipment, they want to buy it direct farmer to farmer. And, and our platforms provide that, but yet there's still that communication that needs to happen between the buyer and the seller, and, and that's what we provide because there's, we always say there's a story behind every auction. Ashley Hewen along with us from the Steffes Auction Group. Like he said, uh, their platforms, their social media interaction, it is the way they're doing business these days. Find out more at steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Or better yet, pick up the phone and call them, 920 920- Four four two fifty six seventy seven seventy seven. That's expected to be about our daytime high today. You know, this uh, rain is very much welcome for a lot of farmers, not just in South Central Wisconsin. Greg Zawald is a dairy producer and a strawberry producer in Northwest Wisconsin, up by River Falls, and he says they have been incredibly dry. It hasn't rained for well over a month, and. Most of the people that started planting corn or soybeans started and finished everything without a rain shower. So very unspring-like for us. It's still excessively dry, and we just are hooking up to um, machines to close the drainage tiles that we put in. So even though it's dry, we do have some wet land up here yet. Um, We can drive across it all this year. Most of the time, we wouldn't be able to think about it. Greg Zawal, dairy farmer and strawberry producer up by the River Falls area. A month they've been waiting for this rain. Now, perhaps because the rain came, markets are lower overnight. December corn's down seven cents at five thirty-six. November beans down nine at thirteen ninety. July wheat down twelve at six eighty-five a bushel. Barrel cheese dropped seven and a quarter on Tuesday to one sixty-two and three quarters. Forty-pound black cheese that was down a nickel at one sixty-three and three quarters. Double A butter that gained three cents yesterday at one eighty-five and a quarter per pound. June milk right now is down two at eighteen forty-six. July milk currently down three at nineteen oh nine a hundredweight. I'm sure he's made some progress since I got a chance to visit with him in studio. Dr. Sean Conley, our University Extension soybean specialist, responsible for a lot of soybean research for the state of Wisconsin. But it's not been an easy spring on his crew either. Going to be talking about that next with our Soy Pod update, brought to you courtesy the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. 
I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get moving again, and I'd like to invite you along on our next farm tour. This time, we're headed to America's Southwestern National Parks, the Grand Canyon, Zion Canyon, Bryce Canyon, and everything in between. We'll be traveling September 1st through the 10th. Some of the highlights include exploring the Red Rocks of Arches, also seeing the vistas of the southern rim of the Grand Canyon and the towering spires of Bryce Canyon. In fact, if you call right now, you'll get an opportunity to watch a virtual travel show and save yourself some money. All you need to do is call Holiday Vacations at 888-557-1020. Again, that's 888-557-1020. Or visit their website, HolidayVacations.com, and enter my name, Pam, in the keyword search. Join me on a trip to the Southwest, September 1st through the 10th. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Brought to you by Cleary Building Corp. Built with pride before the shamrocks applied. Visit clearybuilding.com to explore their buildings. Equity Livestock Cooperative. Marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community. And Wisconsin Farm Bureau is celebrating 100 years as the state's largest general agriculture organization. Join now at WF. BF.com. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time for a visit with our friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, of course. Those are your soybean checkoff dollars at work, research, education, and promotion. Find more at badgerbean.com, coolbean.info. Always glad to have along with us Dr. Sean Conley, our University Extension Soybean Specialist. Here we go again, growing season 2021. I want to start off with something that's not really relevant just to soybeans, though, Sean, and that is the supply chain that farmers depend on. We'd heard rumblings about it before, but I don't think... I think until we really started hitting the fields, we noticed two major areas, uh, the implement side of things, namely parts, and then the chemical side of things. If we haven't experienced those uh, supply chain issues yet, you're kind of cautioning folks. It's happening. Yeah, Pam, it's kind of a train wreck out there right now. What we're trying to do is, even on the soybean variety testing program that we run, we're, we had to start planting, and we were missing 35 varieties just because we couldn't get the seed here. Um, you know, COVID-related issues, but same thing on the chemical side. We're going to try and get some some herbicide to spray our wheat. They were out of every, everything we could find, so we had to basically just go squirrel some away somewhere. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I feel for farmers, so we're trying to do our best job battling these glyphosate-resistant weeds, and if we can't get the chemicals, we're going to be in a real big bind this year. Well, and the catch is, if you did get the first round, you better be scrambling for your backup or for your catch-all because, like you said— it's not refilling the channel as quickly as we need. Yeah, I've talked to some of the suppliers. They're not even going to get their first round of glyphosate until June 1, uh-huh. which is going to be just a disaster for some of these burn-down programs. And also, if you're looking out there, I think we're starting to see hoarding. Like, you know, we saw toilet paper. We're starting to see farmers hoard, hoard chemicals because, they, you know, they don't know if they're going to need to spray a fungicide. So they're going out and buying it and putting it in, in the shed in case they need it. Now, for farmers that did uh, maybe uh, buy in advance, you know, laid the money down, assuming that the co-op was going to have your product, have you heard anything that's uh, readjusted that relationship? 
Yeah, I think it's straining a lot of relationships out there because from what I understand, it depends on the co-op. It depends on your relationship with that co-op. Some of them aren't, re- aren't refunding dollars as, as quickly as they, sh- they should be. You know, They're like, well, it's coming. Uh, but I think that's, again, just how you have individual relationships with your suppliers. Well, and it's not just about the chemical side. Uh, for anybody that has a breakdown this year, if you don't have those parts inventories on your shelf, again, every anything that's connected with iron, it seems, is a problem. Yeah, well, when I'm w- working with these farmers out there and you see these breakdowns, and I see also on, on Twitter uh, all these issues with these GPS globes getting stolen, um, So, and they they don't have any in the supply chain either. So I'd encourage farmers that those are worth a lot of money, and if you look online, They've doubled and tripled in price, so you might want to share their lockdown on your tractor so they don't, they don't disappear as well. And is it just purely because other people want it? Is there a component within those GPS uh, uh, units that's worth something? It's it's just demand. I, th- I think the supply chain was um, you know slow at getting those out, and farmers need 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 them. You know they invest in new equipment, and they, their globes aren't here, and they're going on the internet, and if they're selling for three times what they're worth, you know. People are crazy. Well, and it's, I, I don't think it has to be anything high value like that either. Uh, disc blades, uh, anything like that that seems fairly common isn't so common anymore. It's amazing how fast criminals to take those disc blades off versus how fast I can put them on. <laughs> well, there we go. That's true. That's true. Dr. Sean Conley in studio with us. He is, of course, our lead soybean researcher when it comes to Wisconsin and funded in part by your soybean checkoff dollars. So let's get right to that, Sean, and what you've got lined up for 2021 as far as research is concerned and also ways that farmers can get involved. How are things going for you and your team so far? This year's been going great. You know, it's been a little dry. Actually, we all could use some some rain, but the, the we're planting at a record speed. Last year, we were all planted by by May eighth, and I expect to be that same thing as as well. Um, if you're looking at some of the projects, and we call this kind of citizen science, if you will, um, one of my graduate students, uh, Lindsay Chamberlain, has a soil health project where we send out these soil health test kits to farmers. They go pull soil samples for us. Um, send them back in. We run them for NP and K, and then we have these four different soil health metrics that we're running uh, to kind of get a baseline of where where we are in the state, but also trying to use those um, soil health metrics to be able to see if we can predict yield or if we can you know figure out how to help farmers with land valuation. You know, obviously, if you build soil health, that land should be worth more when you go to sell it. So I think there's a lot of ways farmers can, can use this information to, again, just set a baseline and then look over time of what practices they could implement on their farm to, to build these soil health metrics. So how hard is uh, getting involved in this kind of program? Uh, what do I do? Do you send me a kit? How can I get it? Yeah, it's really simple. You just go to my website, www.coolbean.info. Um, then you, you'll see an information there on how to download it. Um, we'll send you a kit up to four fields. You go out and sample. Then we just give you a pre-paid uh, mailing. You mail it back to us. We run all the, the analysis, and then we send you a report back at the end of the season. And does it matter if it's a corn or soybean field? I mean, what kind of, uh, what are you looking for specifics? We're typically looking for soybean fields. Uh, that's the, the main jolt of this. A lot of this soil health work has been done and on corn already, uh, but we just don't know how these metrics work in soybeans. So I think that's really why we're focusing our efforts on the soybean side. And I, I am a soybean agronomist. so Yes, that's right. Well, I, I sometimes forget with all the conversations we have. So that's one way.
that we can get farmers involved. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, some of the other information that you're trying to garnish from Wisconsin farm fields for Wisconsin farmers. What else are you thinking about this year? Yeah, so we have another cool project where we're using uh, machine learning techniques um, and artificial intelligence to basically predict what management practices you should do on your farm. And how we've done that is over the last 10 years, we've basically gleaned the internet. So any public information on soybean variety trials, management trials from across the entire nation, we've amassed into this huge database. We have looking at playing date, fungicide applications, seed treatments, you name it. We have all this management practices in this huge database. And then we've built this this AI tool using machine learning techniques to be able to get the GPS location from a specific farm. We put it into the system, and then we basically hit run. And what it does is it predicts what management practices farmers should do on that specific piece of of dirt, if you will. So right now what we've doing is we're testing to make sure, A, does this thing work, or is it just a black box that's spitting out garbage? And we're really trying to focus in on breaking it this year and then trying to expand it. And my hope eventually is this would be a a free tool uh, for farmers that they can be, as citizen citizen scientists, put in their data, use all of the data that they've in there, generate it, hit run, and it spits out what they should be doing. Planning date, varieties, you name it, everything. Wow. That would be very... Is, is anybody ahead of us with that kind of thing? I would expect Corteva and Baird yeah, would, would have some of that, but I think this would be an opportunity for for farmers to be able to you know use their own data. It's They're not selling it to anyone. They're not giving it to anyone. Well, they're giving it to me, but I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm not going to sell their data. And then use that information to really put prescriptions out on their their farm. So it's early on, but I think we have some, you know, as computing power increases and, you know, farmers are trying crazy stuff, we can put all that in the database because, you know, I can't do everything. I can't test every product, but farmers can upload it and we see what works and what doesn't. Well, and you've only got limited acres if it's a, a tillage, if it's a planting practice, any of those kinds of things, like you said, spreading it out across the state of Wisconsin is a quicker way to get some answers. That's right. I mean, farmers are, are doing some pretty innovative things out there. And, and when you're looking at trying to get it to, to a site-specific level, the more fields, the more data, the more soil types, the better. And that just basically grows grows the model and grows the power of, of this type of technology. Excellent. Dr. Sean Connolly, University Extension Soybean Specialist, in studio with us, brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. So a couple takeaways there, folks. First of all, if you're experiencing those uh, issues as far as the supply chain with herbicides or with uh, parts, farm implement parts, now you know you're not alone. Uh, then secondarily, as Dr. Connolly pointed out two different projects, those citizen science projects that you can get involved with today, taking a look at your soil system and helping to figure out exactly uh, what you're gaining or what your baseline is. That's one project with his graduate student. And then that artificial intelligence, trying to figure out of all the information amassed on that wonderful World Wide Web, what it might be able to do guiding you on an individual acre of management for the future. You can find it all online, badgerbean.com, coolbean.com. Info, or of course,